Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by two guests, Caroline Francis, Director of the University of Kentucky Alumni Career Center, as well as Amanda Shagney, the Associate Director for the UK Alumni Career Services Center. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank Thanks you. for having us. I am thrilled to have you all, and actually, you're going to join us a few times to record a series of podcasts on the topic of careers, and um, we are going to talk all things about career change and why individuals may consider a career change, what to think about during that career change process, but let's just get started with really beginning to discuss how often does an individual change careers throughout their lifetime? The Bureau of Labor Statistics, Jennifer, is showing that Americans are changing jobs about every four years by choice or not. And when people are under 30, they typically change jobs more frequently than that. I was getting ready to ask if it was generational, because I think we hear so much, and it it might just be in, in popular news media, that the younger generations tend to change jobs much more often than maybe our some of our older generations. Well, if you look back, it's not unusual for all of us to have had several jobs in our 20s while we're kind of zigzagging and figuring out what we like, what we don't like. Um, there's nothing like a little career pain to help get us on the right direction. So the idea when we're thinking about changing careers, that's really thinking about jumping from one area of focus in a career to a completely new area. Is that correct? Correct. And as career counselors, we always encourage people to have a job change or so before a drastic career change. Sometimes perhaps the the climate, the environment, the company, maybe it's a boss, maybe it's your specific task and responsibilities are not a good fit. And sometimes just simply changing jobs will put you in a situation where you're going to be much happier in your work. So that's always a good first step, a job change or two before a drastic career change. Which I think makes sense because as, as you were just saying that it could be the, the work environment that maybe has soured you on the job and it's not necessarily the, the career path. Correct. Sometimes we have clients that are just burnt out and they think, Oh, I never want to be an accountant again or I never want to be this again. And stepping back and helping them isolate. Why do you want to change careers? Uh, helping them really pinpoint what's driving this feeling can be very helpful. When an individual has identified that their next step is a different career, what type of things should they be thinking about in identifying what that new career may be? Whenever we're thinking about a big career change, we have to keep in mind that some soul searching is always healthy. We want to think about four different parameters, our values, what's most important to us as we're making this decision, our interests, everyone wants to be passionate about the work that they do, the personality, the type of folks that you work with and collaborate with the best, and the skills, the things that you're naturally good at. You want to lean in on those. 
As a person is doing this soul searching, do you typically recommend that they make lists or that maybe they they journal about these parameters? How how can someone really organize their thoughts around? You know, everyone does this process differently, and journaling is a great way to do it. Um, you can always take a career assessment with a career counselor, and that's offered by the UK Alumni Association Career Services. But I think people go about that in so many different ways. What do you think, Caroline? I would agree. I'd also add that we encourage baby steps and experimenting. Uh, perhaps take a class in something you're interested in, do some shadowing, volunteer work, conduct some informational interviews to see if the career is what you're, you're romanticizing it to be. And I think that that's a really good tip because as I think about the college students that that I work with as they're embarking on their first career, those are all things that we recommend that they do, that maybe they have an internship or they spend some time doing job shadowing. So even though an individual might be a little bit later in life, these are still the steps that they would take to determine if the career is the best fit for them. Absolutely. All ages, all stages, those are great ways to prep for a career transition. In thinking about career transition, is there a specific time for a person to know that now's the time to make this career change? I think that's very individualized. It's really interesting right now with the economy being better than it's been for a while. We're seeing a lot of people that are making career changes. They're feeling more confident in their skills and abilities and being able to make that transition. Also, we're seeing a lot of people 50 plus that are to the point in their life where they can do some encore careering and do some careers that they've never had the opportunity to try before. You know, maybe their children are getting a little older and they have a little more financial freedom to make a a drastic career change. So those are people we're seeing a lot of these days. If a person is going to try and switch careers when they begin applying for a new job. I just recently had a job posting that we were hiring for, and one of the applicants that all of their experience was in a completely different field. And I really felt like that this is what the applicant was hoping to do, that they were hoping to switch careers. And I expected when I read the cover letter to see an explanation of that. Unfortunately, there was not really kind of that desire shared of of why they would be pursuing this opportunity at this stage in life. How do you recommend that someone presents to an employer the skill set that maybe they have acquired from a previous career and still show their interest and ability in the new career? Excellent point. A cover letter is a place to share why you're making this career transition, but we also recommend a functional resume or more of a skills-based resume any type of a resume that focuses on transferable skills. The job seeker has to be able to convince the employer to take a chance on you. If you do not have the industry or field experience, if you're coming into it fresh, and this is where networking can really help somebody on the inside that knows your transferable skills, perhaps being able to put in a good word for you. Or you getting on the employer's radar through LinkedIn or a volunteer experience. So when you are changing careers, the employers are taking a risk on you and you have to convince them you have what they need. You can help their pain points. 
Right. And I think that that's what I was looking for in, in the application. And there was just a, a few little tidbits in there that made me think, well, maybe they have the experience, but not enough to set it aside. Cause you know, when you're narrowing down a pool of candidates to interview, you can only interview so many. There just wasn't quite enough to really kind of make that application jump up into that next step. So I, I really think the idea of a skills based or functional resume that, that you mentioned would, would have been helpful in this particular situation. When an individual, especially if they've been kind of out of the the job hunt process for a while, and you talk about these different types of resumes, where can they find more information about how to format their resume or what it should look like? Um, You know, have have resume formats changed over time to, to really make it look current? Resumes are a lot like clothes. They do go in and out of style. And although people want to help each other, be careful who you ask to help you format a resume. Career counselors are available in many communities. Alumni Career Services helps people around the globe as well. Libraries often have current resume books. You do want a current resume book. And Googling, online searching, free resume formats are additional ways to learn more about most up-to-date resume formats. And if you know someone in HR, they would be a great resource to help review your resume and give you some feedback. So I definitely think as someone is considering changing careers, especially if they have been in their current career for a while, reaching out for additional help is a very logical step because I feel like mistakes are easy to make Mm -hmm. and the resume, the cover letter, the application, you only get one chance to get it right. So kind of reaching out for those steps and, and the resources that you shared, I think, are great examples of how individuals can do that. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for joining us today and talking about how we can think through changing careers and providing helpful tips to our listeners about the steps they can take. We appreciate the invitation. Thank Thank you, you Jennifer. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.